Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Robson Civil. Over 60 years of leading civil constructions experience. Visit robsoncivilprojects.com.au 7-Eleven. Hot food, hot and ready near you. Your rugby league coverage on SEN starts now. Welcome to NRL Crunch Time. Uh, yes, uh, we are here all thanks to 7-Eleven. You're never far away from 7-Eleven's classic slow-cooked Australian beef pie. Gee, that sounds good, doesn't it? Or traditional veggie Pasty. You're a pasty or a pasty no, then, gentlemen? Get, get out of here with the pasty. I it's a pasty. I want the meat pie. Okay, there you go. You can have your say, by the way. You lead the way. one 1170 0457 736 736 Tweet at 1170. Uh, we welcome you, however you're listening, 1170 SEN in Sydney, 1620 AM SEN on the Gold Coast and on your digital radio in Brisbane on SENQ. You can download the podcast, uh, search via the app. You can listen to us on the Darren map anywhere you like and listen to Crunch Time anytime you like through the Jaleesa app. Uh, Adrian Prezenko is here. He is the Sydney Morning Herald Chief Rugby League reporter, two-time Walkley Award winner and author of the Johnny Larrikin Diaries. Adrian, good afternoon. <laughs> good afternoon. Uh, now, can we confirm this, Seal? Uh, yes, still the fastest man ever in a textile suit. Uh, gold medals at three Commonwealth Games uh, and wouldn't have passed up an opportunity to swim in the jewel in the pool, as Katie Ledecky has done this week. Talking points, uh, plenty to talk about. How are you, Miss Isle? I'm good. Never better. Well, you know, I'm still reeling a little bit from Wednesday night. Yes. I did listen to your uh, your bias call. Yes. The New South Wales bias call. Yes. It was good. I never criticise a referee. I'm, I make it very keen. But in the bias call... We may or may not we, we may or may not call Ashley Klein Ashley Decline because he kept knocking us back those blues. But anyway, uh, you know what? To be honest with you, I thought that New South Wales were a little bit hard done by. But in saying that, I felt felt like the best team won Queensland. What do yeah, you boys think? I agree, absolutely. I think it would have been a travesty even as a New South Welshman if yeah. they if Isaiah had stretched out and, and planted it over the line to take us to they go to Golden Point, don't they? Yes. Do they, they have do. Golden Point in our agent, do they? I think, they do, I think yeah. they do. Yeah, I think that was the case, says Seal. Yes, and uh, the Gibbo. Uh, 1300-01-1170 is the way to have your say. Righto, boys, straight off the top. Um, now, this is the thing, right? So had had we won the game, which quite easily could have happened, if Tedesco's try is ruled a try, it's 10 points to nil, which is a long way to come back from. As it turns out, it goes six points to four at the other end of the field. Uh, Selwyn Cobbo puts a kick back in for Dane Gagai, convert the goal six points to four, 12-point swing. So if New South Wales win the game, are we talking changes? Oh, I I still would be. Um, first and foremost, Latrell Mitchell. People keep saying, oh, but he hasn't played a game. We don't know if he's fit. Look at his track record. Yeah. Look at his last series in Origin. He's the first person picked if he's, if he's healthy for mine. And uh, I think Tariq probably proved to all of us that he's maybe a bit bit past that level. Yeah. Um, so who can, okay, but before we talk about Tarek, the, the hard thing you have is arguably, Adrian, um, Jack White was amongst our best. It was him or Teddy, I, I felt. They were the two best players. Yeah. 
Jack Whiten is exclusively a left player. Yep. And Latrell Mitchell has always been that left centre. You, you don't really see Latrell in that right centre position. So I agree. If and, and he looks fit, Latrell, and if he comes back one game, has a blinder, you have to pick him, right? Yeah. But then what do you do with Jackie Whiten? Well, imagine you're South Sydney. Like, you've spent all this money. You've sent him over to Philadelphia. You've sent him to the guru, Bill Knowles, and he's done all of his, you know, calisthenics and stretching. And imagine you, you, all of a sudden, he's thrust into an origin arena, having played, what, maybe three games in eight months? Yep. It's been a very long layoff. And ping, the hamstring goes. Imagine you're Jason Demetrio and Blake Solly, and you just think, what have you done? I, Mm. I reckon... I reckon it would you'd be doing him a massive disservice to throw him in. I, I agree. Hopefully he's fit for the decider, but I don't think you can get him in with, you know, potentially only just one game and expect him to go out in a state of origin. Does Souths have a say in him being picked? Oh, only to him. Yeah, okay. not, not, not to the um, New South Wales Rugby League. No. Yeah, okay. Because remember it used to happen with City Country, clubs would say. Yeah, oh, that was different though. Different? Yeah, that was different because players were pulling out of themselves by the end, weren't they? Yeah. So no one's so pulling out club, of the state of origin. A club can't, uh, Souths they couldn't say, no, it. he's not available. No, no. And no. Jason Dimitri spoke yesterday and said, look, you know, it's up to them. We're not going to tell them to pick him or, or not to pick him. Yeah. But I just think you've, you've got to take into consideration how little football he's played, mm. how much the club has invested in him. Yeah, and if he gets, you know, if he pings that hamstring, you know, running after Selwyn Cobbo, can you imagine the outcry? Well, I just say, as a, as a Bulldogs fan, South Sydney, thank you for your investment in New South Wales, and yeah. we'll take him. Yeah, <laughs> I, but I tell you, I tell you, now that you say that, I hadn't thought about that, Adrian. I, if I was an advisor to Latrell Mitchell, mm. given the lengths that they've gone to, and given the fact you're not going to have many, so maybe you're doing yourself a disservice. I'd actually come out very early if I was Latrell Mitchell and say, listen. Right now, I'm absolutely committed to South. Yep. I'm not available for game two. I, I would just come straight out and say that. Um, I need to get myself playing back for the the uh, Cardinal Red and the Myrtle Green. Uh, and then if that's all going to plan, game three, we can rethink about that. But right now, I am unavailable. That, that's what I would do. You talk about the investment. I reckon, I've been told that that figure's up around 75K. And that, that's to send Latrell over, to send uh, their physio over, to send a, they had a videographer there. That's for meals, accommodation, to pay the guy who was looking after him. That's a lot of money. Look, it's not a lot of money in the context of he's an 800K player and you need him firing at the back end of the year if you're going to have any chance of winning the premiership. Mm. But it's Mm. a big investment if all of a sudden he runs out for the Blues and and damages himself. 100%. That's crazy. And and he's, you know, last couple of years he's been sort of going down late. They've had to – last year's grand final wasn't there. So – but credit to him and Missile, you're the athlete in the room here. Credit to him because it'd be easy to go over there on a sort of quasi junket, but he, he's come back and he looks fit. He looks good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's why I want him in the team. I think that someone said, I read somewhere, he'd lost 10 kilos. Yeah. yeah. That's, a, a fit Luttrell is such a weapon. But to be fair, if you're getting paid that sort of money, you're, you're a professional athlete at the highest level. You have, yeah. you have to be doing that sort of thing. Yeah. You know, you know what I think we missed for New South Wales the other night? And I think there was three players that can fix the problem. Emotion. No one seemed to be emotionally getting up for it. Even when they, were, uh, you know, Queensland would score a try and you'd see them huddle behind the goalposts. I'm looking at it, going, "Who's ripping into him here, yeah. saying we need a lift?" Yeah. Three people that do that. One, Latrell Mitchell, super emotional player, gets real up and about for Origin. I know who you're going to say now. I don't know if I agree with this one, but I know you're going to say. But can I guess? Yes. Jay Trebojevic. Jake Trebojevic, yeah. super emotional, gets up and about and rips into the other players. Third, the Fox. Yeah. 
plays high on emotion. And is, if you go to a Bulldogs game at the moment, there's one voice you can hear the entire 80 minutes screaming from the, the wing. Yep. It's Josh Adokar. Yeah. Um, just when things were looking a little down at times, there wasn't much talk coming from Cleary. Isaiah Yo, not a big talker. Luai, not a big talker. Cook, quiet as well. I was just looking at the game going, who's emotionally up for this? Who's getting the, the, the players up? And they kind of seem to be looking around themselves a bit. Uh, I, I'll ask you for your replacement for Tariq in a minute, but I, Damien Cook, I felt played pretty strong. And I, I just think in three years, the Panthers have lost four games only in three years when you've had Yo, Cleary, Luai, Coruscant. Yeah. And I just think, and it's not about even Coruscant versus Cook independently for games. I don't think we've seen the best football from Nathan Cleary at state of origin level. He's got one man of the match in 11 appearances when they lapped him 34 to 10 or something. But in the main, we haven't seen the best of Nathan Cleary. And I think it's time that we, we have to give him Appy. What do you boys think about that? I don't think he dropped Cook on on that performance. He, he's not the scapegoat and he's not the reason. No, I, I don't think so. But yeah. unfortunately, I just think Nathan Cleary would be so much more comfortable with Appy. you got Yo and Yo would be there and Luai. And I just think it's – if there's not much between them, and I don't believe there is much between Appy, Coruscant and Cook, well, then you've got to go for the combination. But that's what I think. Have you say on the text line, 0457 736 736. What changes are you making, Adrian? Sims has to go. And who comes in? Well, I don't know. Do you look like at a Kalamatangi or a Ola Kawatu? Ola Kawatu's you know, one, they're, yeah. they're, they're the guys mm. that are bringing that mongrel that, that James was talking yep. about. That, yeah, they can change a game. They can hurt you in attack and defense. There's a physicality there. There's a presence there. Um, you're looking up. If you're running up and you see them in front of you. Yeah. Like they missed a bit of that yeah. mongrel, didn't yeah. they? That, 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 like without... Without Latrell, without Turbo, it's a lot yeah. of X factor gone. Yeah, yeah. Olakuadu has that X factor about him. Yeah, that and, strike. And Latrell's that raw aggression as yeah. well. We were missing a bit of that. I, I'd go Crichton into starting second row. Olakuadu onto the bench um, for Madison. Yep. Um, and then when uh, Olakuadu comes on at second row, Crichton pushes into the middle. I just whenever I've watched Crichton in big matches, representative matches or semi-finals. He always delivers. He's got that extra level in him. Um, Tarek Sims was just found wanting a few times, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. Uh, if Ryan Pappenhausen comes back with a storm beforehand. I, I, again, what, what position does yeah. he play? Well, I think he's a 14. I, I, I still think that, well, even then, it's, it's like the Crichton thing. I, I still don't think that he gives you the value off the bench. And I, I thought that they would actually switch Wyden and Crichton. And I agree that Wyden was probably our best player, yeah. wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. Um, which surprised me somewhat because I thought I was a little bit critical of the decision to choose him. Um, but like, again, I, I think, you know, a Heinz offers so much more than a, a Crichton or anyone else in, in terms of a utility. Interesting. Have you say one three hundred oh one eleven seventy? the head knock. Now you spoke to Peter Valandis uh, this week. It's quite obvious that he should have come off, said Peter Valandis. Well, that flies in the face of what the NRL said in that uh, Annesley said that we're happy with how it was all all handled, that they went through the right process. This is the first time that the we've had an independent doctor for an origin in the bunker. I thought it was interesting watching their game, being at the ground and watching it live, we could see the stumble as he tried to regain his yes. balance. Mm. However, if you're watching it on Channel 9, they didn't show that immediately, did they? Like they saw yeah, him, there was away. an angle of him 
getting up to his feet, and then they just cut away because there was a lot going on. It was yes, obviously the first yeah. tackle of the game. So a lot of viewers wouldn't have seen him. But those first couple of steps, like if you've got the wobbly boot, you're off. Yep. Like that's, yeah. that's the rule. So they said it wasn't the the category three that, that the classification required in order to come off straight away. Yeah. Um, and again, look, it's it's surprising given that, you know, the bunker's got all the angles, they've got all the viewpoints, they've got time to review it. They said, yep, Travis Toomey, you've got to go down, you've got to have a look at him. Travis has done his job, the head trainer, um, and based on his assessment, he was allowed to continue, but it didn't smell right, did it? I'm a little bit confused by this, and, and I, I, I got more confused when we spoke to Brandy during the week on our morning show, and Brandy said... We thought he was concussed, but we couldn't do anything as the coaching staff because it was up to the independent doctor. Isn't the first point of call the team doctor? Then if they don't make any call on it, then it goes to the independent doctor? Or like the trainer didn't come out and assess no. you for ages. Yes. Surely Freddie's the first one to say, get the trainer on to assess him mm. before it gets to the independent doctor. But Brandy doubled down and then went on NRL 360 and get and said, we wanted to get him off, but we didn't want to use an interchange, and we, we couldn't do anything because he passed all the HIA protocol. I well, well, no, no, but I was, uh, to, in their defence, um, if the doctor, if he has passed everything, I mean, if you're them, what, why would you waste your interchange? Like, well, so why isn't he playing this weekend? Yeah. No, that's right. No, you, but, but, but no I agree say, with that, but I don't yeah. believe that's on Freddie. No, of course. Yeah. I, mean, he's, he's got enough, say, I think Freddie's got enough on his plate yeah, already yeah, without, yeah. you know, having a you know, Pro- protocol get one, a PhD in. Yeah. <laughs> protocol one failed. You you dropped to the ground and stumble after the, the head knock. That's Surely that's team doctor saying that's a, the sign of a category one. He's off. Regardless of what the trainer comes out, you know, if the independent doctor sees him drop to the ground, it, it's a category that we've seen Victor Radley two or three times this year, be taken off for an entire game because he stumbled. It just felt like a different set of rules for Origin. Has there been a more dramatic start to a game oh. since Sam Burgess in that grand oh, final? Oh, yeah, like, the honestly, like, there was, and, and the thing is, under the current protocols, he probably comes straight off, doesn't play, doesn't play, play the, the rest game. of the game, yeah. doesn't become the Clive Churchill medalist, and yeah. they, they might not win that game. Did you think Yo's performance was affected? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But, but, but back to the... Um, I genuinely believe that, and Damien Cook's an outstanding player, and he was he was one of our better players. But I just think his style is so different to Appy that it throws throws those players out a little bit. Mm. Given that there's already half a dozen Panthers in that side, should they should there be enough cohesion there, regardless? Yeah. But that that number nine is handling the ball more than anyone. So yeah. where where Cookie because Cookie jumps out and he's he's a pinball machine. He's jumping yeah. around. He's back. Whereas they're quite methodical those Panthers, and the little lies that Appy tells. Like Nathan knows what's going on. He's always looking the other side, and then he comes back the other way. And yeah, I don't know. It's been that, an interesting rhetoric to come out of the game. It's uh, and the, the Coruscant thing is probably another one. Is there's all these excuses around why Cleary potentially didn't play his best. I just thought he was rubbish. Um, and I know that's a harsh thing to say, but there's a couple of instances where there was no kick pressure on him. Now, Brandy and Freddie have said huge amount of kick pressure. Our forwards didn't do a job for him. There was one particular case. He was on the 30-metre line kicking into Queensland's um, in-goal area. He puts up a bomb. Ponga dead set catches it five metres into his in-goal, and they get a seven-tackle seven set. Yep. I think Cleary just had a really poor night. Um, and a lot of what happened with New South Wales was a result of 
Cleary taking some poor options and playing short instead of playing out into the back line. A couple of times he dummied and ran himself, including in the last set of the game, yep. which I thought was a really poor option. I, I just think he had a really poor night and he has to shoulder quite a bit of responsibility. Which he has. Which yeah, he has. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think he has. And I just think uh, a lot of the, the rhetoric around has been excuses as to why Cleary maybe wasn't at his best. Maybe this has happened, Adrian, but and maybe it has happened, right? But if I'm Brad Fittler, I'm going to him and I'm saying, Nathan, we need you to be amongst the best three or four players for us to claim this series from, from this time in. Yeah. So, mate, I need an honest answer here and it stays between you and I. <laughs> Who do you want to play with? Yep. That, that's what I think is the answer. Who the, do you want to play with? The knock on Cleary a couple of years ago when – they lost in the grand final to the Storm, and then they lost the Origin Series not long afterwards. The, and in a couple of those big games, like the common denominator was Christian Welsh and the kick pressure that yeah. he put oh, on him. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and all of a sudden it's like, well, has this guy got it? You know, yeah. and, and clearly he's, he's answered that. Like they've won a club. Oh, they've yeah, been the dominant side. He has yeah, well yeah. and truly he's got, got it. it. But that's sort of the blueprint, isn't it? And yeah. obviously Welsh wasn't there last last night, oh, yeah. on Wednesday night. Yeah. But a couple of those times they, they, they did, got after some, him. They did yeah. get after him, didn't they? Well, Absolutely. I, I was just, uh, you know, it probably for me goes back to last year's grand final when he kicked South Sydney to death. He won them that game off the back of his kicking game. Yep. So I'm sitting there last night, s- sitting back, pretty relaxed about this Origin game going, Nathan Cleary is about to pound Queensland into the earth with his kicking game tonight. Selwyn Cobbo is dead set going to struggle against Cleary. He's yeah. going to make him look silly. And then the exact opposite happened. Yeah. Selwyn Cobbo looked like a well-beater because he was catching kicks 10 metres out from his goal line with no pressure on him. We didn't pick Addo Carr because we wanted someone as an aerial threat. Well, geez, we didn't really use our aerial threat, did we? No. But e- even when he did get a, a good kick away, like, for instance, Val Holmes was there to cover. Like, he'd come yeah. from nowhere. Like, they won all of those little moments when there was a loose ball or, a, a you know, the ball was bobbling towards the end goal. Like, they were there every time, weren't they? Absolutely. I, I tell you, when I, I knew we were in trouble, because I would have picked it to start with, I would have picked Hermiso in the centres and Val on the wing because Val is that bloody good on the wing, oh, representative. So, so when Coach went down... He's the best winger in the game. He is the best winger in the game, particularly yeah. at this high representative level. Yeah. So Coates goes down. I went, oh, no, that's going to push Cape all of the centres and it's going to put Val on the wing, which we don't want. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. he just scores. When he's on the wing, he just scores. And yeah. he just had so. And plus he's got that big carry at the back of the field. Yeah. A couple of times there was he, he was covering kicks across in, in backfield or coming across and making cover tackles. And my girlfriend actually commented to me a few times. She said, how fast is Valentine Holmes? He's oh. flying at the back there. I said, yeah, he is, but you're comparing him to Katoni Staggs and Daniel Tupu. Yeah. He wouldn't look quite as fast as if he had Boss. Josh Adokar well, chasing a couple of those there kicks. There you go. That's, that's what it all comes back to, doesn't it? Yeah. You know, for, for every advantage that you uh, gain by having Daniel Tupu there, you lose some by, you know, having It's crazy because all the rhetoric during the week was you can't coach height. I've heard Gus saying it for a decade. You can't coach speed. Yeah, that's right. That's <laughs> right. You can't coach speed. Um, yeah. Uh, there you go. Have your say. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Now, our best contributor via call or text today will win a Dometic Thermo bottle. Dometic has you covered with their new drinkware range. Fuel your adventure with Dometic. Drinkware is the way to do that. Hi, guys. The very thing you're talking about happened in the first tackle in the Warriors versus Manly game. Uh, Tola Cooler uh, hit the deck on the first tackle and about three minutes later was sent from the field. He felt exactly how... Uh, Crichton did. I think he's talking about Yo. He means Yo. Yo. Yeah, he felt exactly how Yo did 
Um, that's from 056. So, yeah, keep them coming through. Uh, that is the way to do that. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Yeah, so interesting to see how it all plays out. Now, boys, I actually left that game with an epiphany. I thought <laughs> Cameron Munster off the source is some player. Oh, man. He looks fit. He's oh. some player. Oh, yeah. Uh, Harry Graham. Like M&M with oh, the frosted tips. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I, I reckon Melbourne Morals to win this comp. They're scorned from last year. They, won, they There was unfinished business last year. Yeah. Not forgetting that Penrith, after a long state of origin series, they'd been up for two years. They, they fell in last year, didn't they? They fell in against uh, Parramatta, was it? Or Melbourne yeah, with that crossfield kick. They, only, they fell into South. Yeah, they only just beat Parramatta. Yep. I, I'm so convinced it's their season. Pap comes back. Nelson's is, back this week. Is there a bit of anti-Panther sentiment coming across here? No, yeah. no, 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 no. I tipped them last year. All, all, all <laughs> yeah. year last year, I was tipping them. Yeah. Um, but I've just got a feeling that this is unfinished business. Bit last dancey. We don't know how long Bellamy's going to be hanging around yeah. at the Melbourne Storm. Uh, certainly the cheese. He's leaving them, so yeah. I can see him going out with a bang as well. Cameron Munster's value just oh. yeah, up. Like yeah. If if. Well, as a Bulldogs fan, I'd happily pay 1.3. But what would the Dolphins be thinking now? It'd, it'd have to be in that vicinity. Like, a, absolutely. Because money. every time he goes out, yeah. he plays better. But, I mean, is there a little bit of buyer beware with him? Like, yeah, we, of course we, there We're is. talking about th- – there's that asterisk. And you said yeah. he's, he's off the source, but – only takes one little What was six, his call on the yeah. source? Did he say off it forever or just off it for the season? Off it for the season. Okay. Do you remember Blake Ferguson got off the source? Oh, there may have been a misdemeanor. Blake Ferguson got off the source. Roosters won the comp and he had a barnstorm. Yeah, in the year, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And then straight away when they won the grand final, there were shots with him in the in the uh, sheds with a beer. And mm. I thought, oh, here we go. Well, that, that was actually <laughs> the whole Roosters squad. So they used to do that. Oh, um, yeah, that's right. So, so they would do – they would – Look at the season, break it up into blocks, and say yep. like during this last third, yeah. why don't we all you know put our hands in and just say no, we're not going to touch the sauce. We'll we'll celebrate yeah. on on Mad Monday when we've won the comp. And they did that for several seasons, and and it was a, a very. It's, successful it seems play. like a no brainer. Like in swimming, that's just yeah, that's the go. Yeah, but but that's that's where it's a bit amateur hour still. Yeah, that it shouldn't even be a chat. Like if you're in the season, you, no one's drinking. Yeah. Well, I've seen it multiple seasons. They go into the dressing sheds of a team after they've won a semi-final. They're all in the beers. Yeah. In the final series. Isn't it funny that they look at all of these incremental one percenters? Like they they get the anti-gravity machine. They'll send Latrell Mitchell to Philadelphia. Yeah. They look at all of these little things. They'll look at hyperbaric chambers. They'll look at, you know, beetroot juice and gherkin juice and all of these things. And yet they still go out and get hammered (laughs) on occasion. Uh, And, and, And to be fair, most of them wouldn't drink to excess, but... When there's a bye week or, or something like that, yeah. you just think that's not improving performance when they're off the leash. Yeah. And the fact that they don't drink often when they do or when they're they given hard. a pass, yeah. They, yeah. they make up for all the time that they yeah. couldn't drink too. But it affects yeah. your sleep. It affects your yeah, training the next day. Yeah. And, and, and I am throwing stones in, in at glass houses really because I had had a successful season in 2000 and then 2001 – you just start to get ahead of yourself and then mm. slowly but surely your form comes down and we, we were getting on the drink during the week and, and in Ooh, hindsight. Oh. oh, yeah. That was common? Yeah. That's insane to yeah. me. Yeah. I'll tell you, I know how Munster can go to the next level. George Cambosis leading into his Lopez fight, I think he did it again for his fight against Haney. 
No sex. Well, I know where you're going. Sex ban. No wow. sex. Sex ban. Yeah. I remember writing that story. Yeah. With, uh, with yeah. What do you reckon? Cam oh. Munster, no alcohol, no sex. Yeah, You'll just no be thanks. going out there. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Why would you get out of bed in the morning? That's right. No fun. No sauce, no fun. Uh, okay. Um, text line, remembering giving away this, uh, the Dometic Thermo bottle. Dometic has you covered with their new drinkware range. So, boys, does history repeat itself heading to Perth? Six changes for the Blues, says Rocky. What's up, Do you remember that? Well, he's Six obviously referring to we've yeah. gone to Perth. Yeah. Uh, losing the first one. Yeah, and I think that's the oh, game where... the game where we won by 50 they, or something? They put a absolutely... Tommy Turbo went berserk, didn't he? Yeah. That's when he was getting on the other side of the field, taking bombs, scored a yep. hat-trick, I think. Yeah. So I think that's I like what, it, Rocky. You like it. Six, yeah. six changes. That's Maybe not six. Six is on the high side. Six is on the high side. But Tarek's not there, is he? No, he's not. Ola Kawatu, that's who I want. Oh, I like Ola. Oh, how good was he last week? Oh. He was knocking people out yeah. with his ball in hand. I love him. I love him. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Adrian, so if they're naming the Australian team today, yep. based on what we've seen this year, based on what we've seen in State of Origin, I needed you to tell me the – we know the fullback's going to be Tedesco. Yep. We know the five-eight's going to be Munster. Yep. The halfback's who? Wow. Well, this is interesting because – my answer will probably also affect who the captain will be, won't it? Yes. So you've oh, got yeah. so you've got Tedesco, the captain of New South Wales, Daly Cherry Evans, Queensland. Look, I'm not prepared to throw Nathan Cleary out on one game. No, so, but but, so, but he's not in at the moment. The, the yeah. incumbent is Daly Cherry Evans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think what Mal will do is he'll name a squad. No, 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 no. I, no I, my hypothetical is we're picking a team today. <laughs> no, I'd, I'd pick Cleary. <laughs> Mal, Mal would go with Cleary? I don't know if Mal will. I, I would pick Cleary. Cleary. What would you do, Missile? Cleary. But Mal's a biased Queenslander, so he'd probably yes. do Cherry Evans. Cleary, every okay. day of the week. Yeah. Next, next question. Next question. The incumbent dummy half is Damien Cook. Mm. Team picked today by Mal is who? Ben Hunt. Ben Hunt? Yeah. <whistles> with Grant on the bench. So the, 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 the two of them get the start again. Yeah. What and do you then, think, And then Hunt covers all those half positions if anyone goes down. Um, it was a masterstroke for them. I go Damien Cook. The thing is, Hunt has had that bench spot, but I reckon mm. Harry Grant's going better than Ben Hunty's. Yeah. So you'd, you'd, you'd go Cook to nine, 14 Harry Grant. Correct. Wow. Okay. What's yours? Uh, I would go, I, I think based on what we've seen so far, you couldn't take it off Daily Cherry Evans. Based to this point, this could it's change. Only by, one game. Yeah, that's right. This point that's is right. in origin or season as well. Well, well to this point where, and, and it is with Munster, Right, so it's not, it's not. You're not giving Cleary yeah. with Appy with Jerome. Yeah. yeah. So I'd actually go. Well, okay. Well, Daly doesn't deserve to lose his spot at this time. Uh, so I think Mal would go with Daly if it was picked today. That may change come the end of the year. Mm. Number nine, Harry Grant's the best hooker in the comp, and mm. I'd go number fourteen, Ben Hunt. Yeah. Anyway. I just know Mal loves Ben Hunt. Yeah. Loves him. He's picked him for Australia when he's been out of form, so I reckon he'll be, I reckon he'll go for him at nine. He's playing some good footy. Uh, crunch time all thanks to 7-11 after the break. We'll look back at Friday night. Last night, wow, the Cowboys, they are legit. one 300 The text 0457-736-736. And you can slide into our DMs. You can tweet us at 1170SEN. This is Crunch Time. The Missile, James Magnus and Adrian Prosecco. I'm Joel Kane. A break it back with more. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 21 91.